What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Great Cut coming to you from West End Cigars. I am Aaron. And this is Mark. And we have a fun show again this no, week. This has been back-to-back Man, shows I've been excited back about. Back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. I mean, this this whole line that we've done has just yeah, been... Yeah, it's been awesome. It, it, yeah, it's... The, the late summer uh, lineup has been pretty good, and hopefully everybody out there has liked it as well. But this show is... Yes. Uh, we kind of went a little different on our pairings. Yes. So we have Stephen, who is also known as Cigars and Soda, who is just like getting kind of big out there on the uh, on the IG life and everything. So we're happy yep. to have him on tonight. So Stephen, how you doing, man? Good. How you guys doing tonight? Man, we're doing good. We we're smoking some awesome cigars that you were, I mean, more than generous to send to us to do. Yeah. Also, along with uh, some pop. I'm, I don't want to call it pop because the Midwest <laughs> is still wrong. Because it's still rampant with me. Uh, we have a couple we're going to do tonight. Uh, right now, I have my balls in my hand. And by balls, I mean uh, balls root oh, beer. This, so. <laughs> this last, that lasted 45 seconds before you popped that chair. <laughs> like I said, I'm going to beat that shit in the ground all night. You are. You, uh, you did promise that. <laughs> but we are smoking the, um, see if I can get their name right, the El, Sim, El Septimo Fabuloso Dark Ruby. Um, I've never had any of their cigars before. Have you? Uh, I think I've had one. Okay. Um, it wasn't nearly this ring gauge, um, but I've had one. Um, it was uh, it was a, wasn't uh, a scuro like this one is. Like I think this oh, one. I, is. You know what? I think we got one in the luxury club. <clears throat> yeah, I think and we I don't. Did. I, I, I haven't think it was a Maduro. It it's still in my locker. I think so it was I'm a Maduro, yeah. and uh, I did, and I liked it. Okay. Um, um, but I'm looking forward to this cigar a lot because I believe this is a Colorado Escuro. Um, it's secret, secret, secret. Um, <laughs> yeah, just so we can get through the through that. I couldn't find anything. It's it's based out of Co- Costa Rica. Yeah, we believe it's Colorado Escuro, but everything yep. else says um, secret on it. Um, you know what? I'm totally fine with that because if it's a good cigar, it's a good cigar. I don't I don't care what the guts or what the makings of it is. Um, it is dark and oily, which is automatically, um, a 10 in my book. Yes. Um, but yeah, we're, it's, it's dainty. <laughs> it, it is a 70 by six and a quarter. Um, so it's, yeah. um, we're going to be here a minute. You're going to be here a minute. That's and that good. is totally fine because we got, you know, an awesome guest that we were, uh, we were, you know, we hurt with last night. Uh, I was so glad that you were able to to join us with that. Um, I, I know we had a good time over on our side, and a bunch of our other other listeners, you know, kind of got together for the first time and met everybody. So, and they were all excited whenever, like, like, oh yeah, you're just a dude. But then whenever I dropped the the IG handle, everybody's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're that guy, yeah. Like, so it's it's cool to see, you know, a face with, you know, a follower that we've been following for a while and. I really like what you've been doing. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's good awesome. to actually Thank have you on the show. Yeah, no, I'm always happy to share my, my sodas with people. Um, like I said, I think I sent you guys, uh, four each. Yep. So I know you're starting with the balls. Um, you guys are sharing balls over there. I don't know. I can't tell, <laughs> um, but you've got balls, rat bastard, cheer wine. And I think you already had the, uh, Abita, right? Yeah. I had the Abita, uh, this morning. I went to go put it in the fridge at the shop here and it fell out of my hand and it landed like just bottom up and it top popped off. And I was like, Oh no, I got to drink it now. So I've I, not had the Abita yet. <laughs> I just imagine it jumping back in your hand. Like, Oh man, now I got to drink this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was good. Like I've, I've, I've never had, I've had a Abita before, but no, I've, I've, I've never had any of their non-alcoholic stuff so it was a very interesting root beer 
Um, and it was, I'd not, I've I, had, I liked it. I've had cheer wine before. Mm-hmm. Um, cheer wine's a Southern thing, I think. I don't know. I've, I think I've had cheer wine before. I've had cheer wine before. It's a, it's at the local Kroger, um, in the, um, in the, um, boutique section where they have like, uh, yeah. cock and bull, a uh, ginger beer and all that stuff. Uh, and I had it one time. Um, but I, and I really liked it and I'm not allowed to go in there because I end up with like <laughs> 10 little four packs. And so the wife steers me away from there before COVID. Yeah. Um, um, so, uh, I, the other three I'd, I'd never, yeah, I, I never so I, had, so I'm excited on all of them. Yeah. I've got the, I've got the rat bastard on, I stand, love on standby. So it's a, it's a root beer as well. Uh, but yeah, but I, I love the, you know, what you're doing with the pairings wise and we'll get into that of how you, you came across that, but that's something you don't see a lot of is your non-traditional drinks with cigars. And that's just a, it does the flavors, you know, men very well, especially with like with a root beer. Um, and I'm, I'm really digging it so far. Awesome. Yeah. Root beer for me, it's, it's kind of like a cigar. You have you know, so many different ingredients that you can mix and match with. And every time you get something different, like you'll, you'll get two that taste similar, but there's always that one note that just stands out and separates it. Root beer has a lot of complexity to it. I'm, uh, you know, you, we were talking last night, there's really sweet root beers that are smooth and there's really sharp root beer. You know, think of Barks root beer, which is yeah. a very sharp root beer. And yeah. there's, yeah. you know, ginger beer. There was, uh, it was a period when I was drinking, uh, a, uh, a lot, boy, that, that didn't come out right. Um, where, where I, I, you know, when you think about Moscow mules and all of those things, yeah, yeah. that's basically ginger beer, mm-hmm. um, which is non-alcoholic for the record. Yeah. Ginger beer is non, non-alcoholic, um, strangely enough. And, uh, and then you make it alcoholic. <laughs> uh, um, but, and so, you know, ginger beers like that too. And, and those are handmade products, much like cigars, mm-hmm. um, and they're, they're really, root beer is one of those um, that's really unique. There's a lot of different uniques. And yeah. you see, you know, the BJ, uh, BJ's locally has a, has a, they brew their own root yeah. beer. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it's the breweries not, here too. Knock your socks off, but it's, it's, it's good enough, yeah. right? Well, it's like, I know Diamond, yeah. Diamond Bear here does root beer that's really, really good. I like it a lot. Oh, you, I didn't know that. And you're starting to see like a lot of, especially. Once again, root- you don't tell me any of the shit I want to know. <sighs> I know. All the shit I don't want to know. I got to, I got to keep stuff close to the vest. You know, I can't, I can't tell you everything. Then we'll get a CD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't tell me anything. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what you need to know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's like whenever we travel, I always try to find. I look up breweries because I'm 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 a recovering alcoholic, so I don't drink at all anymore. Um, I'll always look up different breweries to see who makes their own craft sodas. It's like you said, BJ's they have a really good uh, black cherry soda there oh, that so it comes in a frosted mug and like the ice just starts to form on it. And there's no ice cubes in there. Oh, that one is so good. Yeah, I so said I've never been to BJ's, so I'll have to. The BJ, and he's right. The black cherry soda is great. The cream right. soda is actually better than the root beer there, because um, the cream soda is actually pretty good. And they have an orange cream soda that's actually better than the cream soda there. There's their sodas are really good there. Right. Um, the root beer to me, because I'm just kind of picky about my root beers. <laughs> I I'm, I'm much like you, uh, Stephen. I I'm I'm like a fan about root beers, and you just drink it and you go, yeah. That's that's uh, really right between the yep. the, the goalposts. Uh, it's <laughs> just right down the middle. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> Congratulations, you did not offend me. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, one of the one of the best root beers I've had so far was actually up in Alaska. Uh, we went up there for our honeymoon in 2016, and we got stuck in this city that there was like a, a big storm coming up, and so we weren't able to dock at the city we were supposed to go. So we just kind of were unloaded on this unsuspecting city, and you can see like people scrambling, running around, and we went on like a six mile hike, came back into town. We found a brewery and they actually brewed their own root beer there. And it came in this little like paper cup. And I took the one sip and every other sip after that was just like the tiniest amount, just trying to make it last as long as I could. <laughs> and I wish I could just go up to Alaska just to get that root beer again. And I hope they still, I hope that brewery is still there. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that kind of the thing now is like, hopefully all those small little places, you know, have, been able to withstand the last six months and, yeah. and and kept going. That's the last thing you want is I hate when you like find that really thing you love, but you just get it at the tail end of like its yeah. lifespan. And it's like finding a really good band and then like, Oh, they only have one album. Like that sucks. Right. <laughs> like you can't, you don't have anything to look forward yeah. to. Or they, they die of cancer. Wow. Dark. Like Ava Cassidy. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Ava Cassidy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yes. Um, you know, the funny part is um, there's a big home brewing community within the root beer. I, I know a couple guys who, who brew root beer back at home for the for the Boy Scouts, I think. And they sell it like locally. Now it's 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 good. It's not fantastic, but um, yeah. um, it's much like brewing beer. I mean, do, do, I guess I've never thought about that because – because like when you brew no, beer, it just, it, well, well, like when you, you know, brew fairies beer, fairies come in and then they have wands. Well, no, that's go, what I'm wondering. <laughs> like when you brew beer, like the yeast, like I've brewed beer before, like and the yeast and stuff makes it the carbonate, makes it the carbonation. Sure. But like when you when you brew, can you brew homemade pops? I mean, or do you actually need CO two to? Uh, there's different methods for it. Like uh, I have a root beer kit that I I used once, but it's because you have you use yeast with it, it still produces some alcohol. I mean, it's like less than 0.1, okay. but uh, you still, there's different methods, like, especially since COVID, a lot of the local like brewery shops up here have been wiped out of everything. And then I know CO2 was out for a while, but what you do, like I have one of those little uh, growler kegs yeah. that you can actually hook up. Um, it takes a CO2 cartridge inside of it. So you can fill it with whatever, like you, 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 you can go get a growler of root beer if you wanted, put the CO2 in there and it'll stay fresh for like up to a week or two weeks. Okay. Um, but I was actually using that to brew root beer with uh, extracts. So I was bought a couple different ones, just playing around with it. But there's different ways. People use like ginger wort, so they'll kind of ferment ginger, and that'll kind of be like their base. And over time, that'll uh, start to naturally carbonate it as well. Hmm. So there's, there's with root beer, it's just like you said, just like uh, brewing beer, there's a lot of different ways to do it. There's a lot of different ingredients you can try, just depending on your, your flavor profile that you like. That's cool. I'll have to look into that because I've I've never even thought about that. But yeah. and like the little CO two cartridges, like yeah, like what you the little RC cars. Yeah, and just get that and have at it. Yeah, I know there's um, a lot of beer guys do are drawn to that. Like uh-huh. they are also drawn to there's you know you go to those those beer brewing stores. They, mm-hmm. they also have wine sections, but there's also usually a soda section. Pop. A pop section. <laughs> I'm yes, yes, a pop section, Mister Kansas City. Um, 
<laughs> it's funny. The first time when I moved here and like uh, went to a restaurant or whatever, and the lady was like, what would you like to drink? I was like, I'll have a pop. And she's like, you ain't from here, are you, honey? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, what do you mean? It's like, it's Coke down here. Yes. And then you say what you want. Yes. Yeah. So what are, are you root beer first? And then do you have, I mean, you know, obviously you say soda, but in, and I know cheer wine is not root beer, right? Um, yeah, it's, I, it's more of a black cherry sort of, uh, I don't know what to call it. I think of it as black cherry, but yeah, the profile on it. Yeah. I, I love root beer. Root beer was my main go-to when I started this, my name was originally going to be uh, cigars and root beer. But I felt like that was too limiting. I don't want to be like, oh, this guy just drinks root beer all day long. Um, but I love root beer. I have a root beer of the month membership. So I get like 12 different root beers every month coming into me on top of what I find at the stores. But I've been lately, um, I've been drinking a lot of like grape soda. I had a peaches and cream soda a few weeks ago and then an orange cream soda. Okay. So I'm, I'm not a big like just straight cream soda by itself. It's too sweet for me. But, um, I like just trying to go out there and find different sodas. I actually found the first ginger beer that I've been able to tolerate because I've had cock and bull and cock and bull is just way too spicy for me. Yeah, it's it's like, spicy. I want to, I, I want to drink something. I don't want to have to chew to get through. <laughs> oh, does it have like nuggets of ginger in it? Oh no. It's just really spicy. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's really spicy. That's, I like the spicy when I do the ginger beer. So it's one of the flavors that I like, but I know exactly what you're talking about. That's one of the flavors I like. Which is why, yes, I know exactly what he's talking about, but I like that, and 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 you don't. So well, that, well, that made me think of you know we had Nigel on our herf last night as well, and he always drinks this one ginger beer, and it's uh, man, it I've had it one time, and you could like chew the stuff. It was so, it was so pungent. It was uh, yeah. re- uh, reeds. Oh yeah, yeah, reeds is man, good. That was if you like ginger beer, that's one to. To try out, and I, I have a feeling, just giving you the little crinkly nose thing that you just did, yeah. uh, Samantha from Bewitch, um, that I would be the only one in the room who liked that. It's too aromatic for me. That's the way you like. should. You should try the um, Rocky Mountain Soda Company ginger beer. That one to me, it's very it's it's balanced with the sweetness and the spicy on there, so it has like a crisp a crisp uh, finish to it. So it's not like overly spicy to where you're like, all right, man, that was a good, you know, salsa mixed in there. Right. See, to me, the, and, and, and so I'm one of the guys, like I'm the IBU guy on the, on the, the you know, on the, on the IPAs, yeah, right? Yeah. When you're hitting me with a ginger beer, it's all about, <laughs> you need to tear me up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that one definitely. And and last night we were talking about cream sodas. I love cream sodas and I like the sweetness of a cream soda. It's very refreshing for me. I love that baseline cream, cream sodas. And the only way you can change a cream soda is adding different fruits. I'm not a peach guy, but like orange cream soda is a nice refreshing and it's a change up. I'm, I'm still not past and I have not left the part of the conversation where you said, there's a root beer of the month club. <laughs> I just want you to know that I'm still right back there. I say, you should have seen him perk up. Yeah. Yeah. There's this uh, place in Utah called the root beer store where they have over a hundred root beers, just like lining their walls. 
So you can be the kid in the candy store just grabbing whatever you want and spending you know, a couple grand on every single bottle that they have. So I, I'm going to have to get that information from you. There's a place down in, in Hot Strange. Uh, um, uh, uh, Rocket Fizz. Rocket Fizz. And they have the Jones Pop Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Pops sodas. God, you're such a bad influence. But they have the Thanksgiving sodas on for sales there. Have you seen the Jones Jones Pop? Yeah, like the apple pie and all those right. The turkey strange dressing. weird things. Yeah. And you just look at them and you go, Well, you know, I'm in for strange. I like I like the Pepto Bismol one the best. Yeah, I'm sure you do. So <laughs> I was because I mean I don't want I don't want a soda that tastes like like turkey giblets and no of course not that's stupid <laughs> so i mean give me, the, give me the one that has like the little mintiness i'll, I'll be fine with that right yeah. but they have all the different and i'm a big uh jones pop uh guy that's out yeah, of Michigan, one of, right so i'm not sure where that one's out of uh one of the ones i got in my root beer of the month club that i was actually really surprised was chum lee's root beer so the guy from pawn stars i guess has his own name <laughs> attached to a root beer and I'm like, all right, this is probably going to be the worst thing I've ever had. It was surprisingly good. <laughs> like that, that one kind of took me by surprise. I'm like, all right, maybe I should give some of these other ones a chance then. Huh. He's lost a ton of weight because I see it on the little pop-up ads on the bottom of Fox News when yeah. I search it. Chumley's lost 125 rounds, pounds and been arrested for some felony according to <laughs> the bottom of – and it's not Fox News. It's some pop-up thing that Google does. So I don't want to even – you know, disparage Fox news for that. It's some pop up at the bottom, right? Right next to, you know, what is Bonnie, uh, Danny Bonaducci done, but, um, uh, but yet, so Chumley, um, huh. I, I'm just fascinated by the Rupert store. I feel like we need to go right now. <laughs> that is just the coolest idea. So they ship it out every month. Yeah, that one, um, Basically, you you buy it. They you know they'll send you an email. Hey, whenever you want your next month, just you know verify your information, like verify that you're ready for it, and then you just click okay, cool, and then they'll charge you, and then they send it to you. And they're they're packaged really well. They have this like custom bottle holder insert for the top and bottom, so I haven't had anything break. Again, coming from uh, Utah to California, there's a lot in between where stuff happens. I'm sure these things get thrown around. I've had a few that are delivered upside down. And everything has come perfectly intact, thankfully. Wow. Yeah, I know the 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 uh, the eight that you sent us. I mean, where did that come from? What was the? I'm now getting the questions like horribly out of order. <laughs> we're just. <laughs> this, I'm just fascinated. This is. I'm just. I'm just. We're just talking as usual. But where where um, the eight that you you sent us? Where did that come from? I don't recall the shop specifically. I was honestly looking. Uh, for places that had stuff in stock because at the time I was trying to get you I wanted to send you guys you know set of balls (laughs) that one was out of stock everywhere even like when I try to find it locally here they'll have like one or two so I always grab the last few Um, but I don't recall specifically where I ordered those ones from I think it was a shop on the east coast okay Uh, that way it was kind of less travel because I don't want to buy something you know out here and then that my, my luck could get to you and like, Oh, Hey, there's a soggy box in my, my mailbox. <laughs> right. No, everything, no, everything came perfect. packaged beautifully. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I was like, because I was wondering, because I didn't know what it was. You just said like, Hey, I'm going to send you something. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I get the box. I'm like, 
at first I pick it up. I'm like, holy shit, this thing is like 25 pounds. Right. What is this? And then I was like, oh my God. Like we, I mean, we opened it up at Conway and we did and, and saw, and it was, we were both, that was, uh, yeah, we were we both were, uh, pleasantly surprised and we happy. Were, so I'm was, totally flattered. Yeah. I had, I had to put the, I had to put the shit in my pantry so I wouldn't drink it right away. And right. You just, did. Put, just put it in the fridge yesterday. And yeah, so it was, uh, I didn't want Perfect. to be tempted. Yes. So, yeah, I've got my garage uh, refrigerator as my root beer fridge right now. And whenever <laughs> our friends come over, like, oh, hey, you know, what can I have a drink? I'm like, yeah, outside fridge, whatever you want. And I always regret saying that because my buddy grabs the one that I've been, like, I always I put it out front. I'm like, okay, I'm going to grab that one next. And I don't know if he just sees that one. He's like, okay, cool. This one's right here. But that's the one I want is the one he always grabs. <laughs> and of course, I'm like, well, I got to find that one now. I take a picture of the bottle when he's done with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's, it's why I have about five or six humidors, and whenever somebody says, what would you like? And I go... Oh, you, you go to that humidor. Yeah. I got two humidors over on the kitchen table, and they go, you don't want me to go to that one over there? <laughs> no, those are those are funky. I don't know. The humidity is wrong on those humidifiers. I think you should go to the ones on the kitchen table. It all has an iris scanner on there, so it's only accessible by you. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Blood type. Yeah. I actually had a friend assemble a, uh, help me assemble a, a TV stand one time. And, and I actually contrarily said, no, you, you go over there. And he said, I don't, you usually don't point me over here. And I said, go over there and pick the, the cigars on the right. And so <laughs> about an hour later, after being quiet for about an hour, he goes, I, I understand your game, motherfucker, now. And I said, yes. Now you understand. <laughs> he goes, "This you've ruined me on cigars. And I said, well, sorry about that. So you also, we've talked soda, not pop, but we've talked soda. But your your cigar game is strong as well. I mean, you know, when you pair with the, with the, with the, with the soda, I mean, you, you like boutique. You're a boutique guy like us, right? So wh- how'd you get, what's your first, you know, how do you get into cigars? What you, you've been, I mean, when I see you posting a cigar, you're smoking a lot of the same stuff that I, I'm smoking. Um, well, you have, uh, you have pretty good, you know, you, you're smoking a lot of the cool boutique stuff. So what, how'd you get into cigars? Uh, I got into cigars seven years ago when I first started uh, dating my wife. Her best friend's husband was a cigar smoker. And I remember the first cigars that we smoked, he bought a po'boy sampler from Cigars International. And they were all Churchill's. They were all like $1 sticks. And they were like the most disgusting sticks mm. I have ever had. Yum. Yes. <laughs> the first one I remember was uh, called the Hesitant Pirate. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> I've never yes. even heard of that. <laughs> no, I remember. They always had clever names like that. I know why he was hesitant. Cause that cigar sucked. Yeah. So uh, he's cutting it for me. He looked at me, he looked at me. He's like, you don't have to finish it. He's like, I picked these up. They were cheap. You don't have to finish it. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I never smoked before cigarettes or anything else. So I was taking it in the mom. Okay. Very earthy. You know, it tastes like dirt, doesn't it? I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what I get. <laughs> so for the first few years, it was kind of like, okay, let me pick up a sampler pack. Oh, let me, you know, just see this. So I never really, I, it was never, I've never been a box buyer. I've never ha- been that person to have like, you know, five of a certain stick. So it's always like one or two here and there. Um, so I kind of, I always have rotating cigars in my humidor nice. and uh, the boutique game that I have 
lately I've been like, oh, okay, let me look outside of the box. And so one of the first ones I had were the was the uh, the Blackbird sampler, and I believe it was the Raven or the Crow. I can't remember what what it's called at this. Or Unkind, that's what it is. So I had that one. I'm like, okay, this is really good. You know, what else is boutique? And I ended up joining a cigar community called Hidden Hidden Gem Cigars, and we were doing a box pass where basically this you know traveling humidor was going between different states. And I open it up, and it's just cigars that I've never seen. I've been, like, too intimidated to pick up because they're all, like, 15 you know, $20 sticks. And I'm like, okay, let me try this one. Let me try this one over here. And so it's kind of like that. The Hidden Gem community kind of got me a lot of these sticks that I've been smoking. And, you know, we send each other different cigars here and there. So I remember getting a package from a guy in Florida you know, I got three Cubans in there. I've got uh, a few Mexican puros and just a whole bunch of cigars I've never even heard of before. Cool. So it's kind of nice being a part of, you know, something like that to where you're getting sticks that, you know, you've always wanted to try but never have picked up before. Like I've gotten two Atabays out of these guys and I have one that I'm just like saving. I'm like, all right, you know, I had the first one. That one was really good. I'm going to keep this for a special occasion. So a lot of the cigars that I have, I, I tend to hoard. Cause I don't want to smoke them cause I know they're good. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like always trying to find like, okay, let me try to get, you know, this soda to see how it pairs with it. Or let me try this one over here. Do you notice a lot of that's cool. I, I agree about the sharing. One of the things that initially very much, I was sort of, you know, you, 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 as you get sort of in there, you realize the sharing part is a big part of that because mm-hmm. like Aaron and I trade, uh, we don't trade, but Hey, you need to try this, right? Because we have stuff we don't we don't trade. We just like give each other stuff, yeah. right? And it just you worded that so weird. I know we don't <laughs> trade. Here you go. I got a really good one. You, what do you got to trade me? It's just like you need to try this, right? Yeah. yeah. And and I have several friends that are like that, right? So um, and I know that there's communities we're in where they're constantly just oh, yeah. just sending free. Like you need to try this. Yeah. That's what it yeah. is. And it's such, um, that's the cigar community, right? That's such a, such a cool thing. But, um, you know, that <clears throat> I, I'm, that I am encouraged to hear that that got you into this boutique community. I, you're yeah, the I second person who's really said that those blackbird cigars. And, and now I am. Yeah. Just a couple of weeks ago when we had a, 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 stray, a stray cigar review, I mean, yeah. I, I've I've had a few blackbirds before, and I I've I really like it. I think I had the crow and something else, but yeah, it's it's a it's a good boutique one. So it's cool to hear you know have hear another guest talk about you know yeah talk about them. So it's it's a one to definitely check out for everybody listening, and yep. we just need to get some, and so so you can try it. I'll I'll trade with you. <laughs> <laughs> he wave his sticks in front of you and see yeah. what you think. I got some quorum coming back your direction. Oh. but yeah Uh, so do you have a a, like a type of cigar you like or do you i mean what kind of cigar if you were just going to sit down and smoke oh no no this is the uh this is the mike g travel five pack remember oh yeah we're changing that up yeah go ahead you ask a question yeah so this is the you're going you're going out you can take a five pack what do you what do you uh what are you taking uh, let's see. Right now, I would probably take the uh, Guardian of the Farm Night Watch by Agonorsa Leaf. I had that one a few weeks ago, and that one I love. 
Um, Good choice. Yeah. Was it the JFR Lunatic Torch? The Visionaries. Yeah. That one was a really cool stick to have. Um, I like Man of War. I like you know big pepper bomb. Yes. So for me, you know Maduro, very high intensity cigars are kind of my thing. You know they pair really well with the root beer. So I'd probably grab one of those. Um, definitely one of these because they're huge and they're just fun to smoke for like three hours at a time. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and God, I don't know. I'm really excited about that Ezra Zion root beer float that I got coming in. <laughs> so I'm hoping that one is really good. Yeah. And I would take it just for the fact that it's a root beer themed cigar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, they do some really cool packaging. They, on, the, on the Ezra Zion stuff. Yeah, and I'm I'm interested to see because I ordered a couple of the Ezra Zions from oh, uh, that came out the the eight ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do they have another line called the rail? <laughs> yes, they, they might. Um, and the root beer float and the root beer float came out and and apparently uh, Stephen and I reacted the same way. Well, I'll be damned. See, I got the Back to the Future one. So okay, Marty maybe, McFly. Maybe we can trade. A root beer float for? No, nope, I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. Like this, you know. Speaking of cigars, talking about um, this one that we're having, the spice that comes off this one is really, really nice. Yeah. So it's I, not overpowering. No, but it's, it's it's very pleasant. Mm-hmm. It's not. It, it balances in there. It's it's a nice one. This is definitely Colorado Oscuro, though. It is. It, I mean, th- yeah. This is. Very nice. I was, you know, it, it's not my size I gravitate towards, no. but it's not, it's not, you know, unpleasant. It's pretty nice because it is a nice, the feel and texture of it is really good. It's not a lot of times when you have like a really big yeah. cigar, it can be almost too, too hard. Yeah. But the wrapper is velvety. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely, it's, definitely it's, dark and oily. It's really yeah. nice. Yeah. No, it's, it's a great cigar. I, yeah, I like the way that the flavors just kind of like I've, I've talked to my buddy about this, like the flavors just kind of coat your tongue. Yeah. So they don't like really linger on your cheeks or like in the back corners of your mouth. They just kind of stay on your taste buds. So it allows you to get a lot of those flavors out of it. Yeah. Have you done a retro hail on this one? I'm a little afraid. I, I have not because I was just thinking because I've done like, like many ones just breathing normal and it's spicy, but let me do, yeah, let me do a retro on this. It's probably going to light me on fire. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely that's pepper, but that's a that's a hot that's a nice hot pepper, almost like not black pepper, cayenne. but like that that yeah, like that cayenne, that red pepper, that that uh that jalapeno, like like that the uh, chilies, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like a like a good chili pepper. That's that's pleasant. That's I like that. That's nice. It's very so, different than the body of the cigar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 get definitely more of that pepper on the retro. And just the breathing one, but the, uh, I mean, you get a lot, like I get a lot of like almost a little cedary, some woodiness off this and the, and the pepper comes, comes in the back part. You don't get wood at all in cigars. Yeah. So, I get zero wood. So you don't get that. any woodiness out of this, but it's, 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 it's rich. It is. It has a nice luscious smoke, but yeah. it does like how you, how you uh, mentioned it does like coat your tongue. It's a nice, it's a nice, oh. pleasant yeah. smoke. Yep. Yeah. I agree. And I think that comes from the the age because this the tobacco on this one is aged a minimum of five years, so it's a little bit more mature, I guess, yeah. than like a standard stick. Yeah, and I've always had issues with big cigars on burning weird or burning hot, 
there's I'm not no having highlight. I'm not having any issue out of this at all. I mean, yeah, it's, I agree. It's not cracking because of the of the burn. It's a really nice. It's it's holding its it's a cherry just perfectly. So I I'm, agree. I really I really dig this, and you know, thank you again for sending this, and thanks to uh, um, El El Septimo El Septimo. Yeah, this is a really good. I'll I'll talk about because I have the I have the literature. I'll talk about that later on. Yeah. So one of the <laughs> questions we always ask um besides now the new mike g5 pack is um what is the most meaningful cigar that you've or or experience you've had around cigars can be the cigar itself it can be the company you were there it can be the the, you know the moment um i would i would have to say the uh the cuban cohiba was actually gifted one on my wedding night by a, a family friend that just recently passed away so it kind of gives it a little bit more more meaning uh but he gave me one of those and i smoked that on our cruise that we went on the very next day and that one to me it was just so smooth and just so flavorful like it made my little travel humidor smell so good <laughs> and like i would just open it up and just take a whiff of it and like you know a week later like it was just starting to to go away i'm like no come back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good one. But um, I've actually smoked that one a few times, and each one kind of had a different, you know, positive meaning for me. Um, we actually went on a similar cruise last year, and we stopped in um, Victoria, British Columbia, and there's a little smoke shop out there that sells Cubans. And so I picked it up again, and when I smoked it that night, I had just gotten, you know, all my my grades back from the semester that I was doing and I got my associates and like everything cleared. I got all like A's and B's. So it was kind of like a celebratory, you know, all right, cool. I, I finally did it and I can relax and not stress about doing all this homework and all this crap anymore. And I can, you know, try to get a, a job in the field that I want. Nice. So yeah, that, that uh, Cuban Cohiba definitely has a lot of meaning to me and I actually have one in my humidor that I'm saving for my, uh, my buddy. He's in the Navy. He's stationed in Japan right now. So when he comes home, it's like, hey, you know, here you go. Thank you for your service. Sorry, you've yeah. been away for three years. Yeah. It's like Aaron's uh, Padrone 50th. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's the scar that's used to signify uh, significant events. Yeah, yeah, that's my that's one. That's exactly what it is. That's my yeah. one cigar that I, yeah. I only smoke on. So you, it's occasions. the Cohiba. So um, that makes a lot of sense. I mean especially the way it started with you. Uh, I, that makes total sense. Uh, that's a good, that's a good example. So, yep. Cool. Well, I just cracked open the, uh, the rat bastard while well, you're going through that stuff. Like it's uh, root beer. Yeah. Yeah. Because I try not to drink a lot of pop. Um, I've been slacking a little bit in the past couple of months. Um, but, uh, this one is, I, I was really interested just because of the name. Um, and it's like, it's totally different than the balls. That's the balls is very smooth. Um, has a nice, um, it, it's a very smooth root beer. Yeah. And it has a nice flavor to it. it I mean, it, it's. Um, this rat bastard, I get a lot more on the back of the palate. Right. So it's more of a spicy root beer, as I think, of, as I classify them. But the balls is, is a very flavorful root beer, but mm-hmm. it's smooth. You don't yeah. For me, the balls and the rat bastard are very different root beer flavors. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, I, I think because they're like, the the caffeine like the guana I, I never know how to say it but like that ingredient that's in there gives it a little more fruitiness to me than a, a typical root beer has yeah but again it's very smooth and it just it adds a nice complexity to it yep 
See, I would say the balls is more sharp, and this rat bastard is more smooth. Really? Yeah. Like the, uh, I don't want to say the word flat because that it's a negative connotation to a beer, but it has that it has a more velvety texture for a pop, and not like that sharpness, like not overly carbonated. But yeah. it's it's really it's really nice. Which one? The the rat bastard. The rat is bastard. Less, less carbonated. Yeah, it's like a little less. Yeah, it, it it almost seems thicker. I guess. Okay, I'm gonna cl- let the uh, the balls clear out of my. <laughs> <laughs> How long, how long were you waiting on using that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, about 45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff doesn't, I don't plan that far. Yeah, get, yeah, get the balls out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I love the, I love the, uh, the label for sure. Mm-hmm. This yeah, time, which label do you guys have on that one? Because I know they redesigned it. Because when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, I rap bass, and that one's pretty cool. And a lot of it, when I pick sodas, it kind of comes down to the label. I'm one of those guys. The same with cigars. Like the oh, band yeah. is what draws me in. I'm the same way. <laughs> now this, so this one just has rat bastard and in yellow writing root beer underneath. And then it's laying on top of like a purple and black kind of like, okay. Yeah. That's, that's the newer, yeah. The newer gra- uh, graphic on there. This time, put it in your mouth. I saw that. I didn't know. I want to know what the first time meant because <laughs> I mean, we already had the balls, so maybe they knew. Do they do they still have something cheeky on the bottle cap? Uh, let me see. Uh, don't be a dick. Drink it. <laughs> 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 I I if you didn't say that, I never would have. I never would have caught that. <laughs> I think that's another reason why I like that one so much. <laughs> so it says something underneath it. Oh, what, what, yeah. Let's let's see. What does it say, Mark? I can't say that, but it says, "Don't be a son of a bitch" <laughs> on the on the top of the cap. Oh, right. oh, so yours is different. That's what it says on the top. Of course, I just dropped mine under the chair. Oh, so I, I guess they are different. It's just like a it's like a weird fortune cookie. And then underneath, in the in the rubber part, it says something else. Oh, it does say. I thought you were being like. I thought you were being an asshole. Like you're I am being say an something asshole. about it. Let me yeah. see what it says. It says Aaron Shuttleworth is a dickhead for not trusting his. Podcast co-host. That's what it says. I can't. I can't read it. I know. There was another one. I went to visit my uh, my mom and my stepdad in Kansas, and we stopped at a soda shop um, that just had like their soda sections were all separated. They had like cream soda, root beer, grape, orange, and different things like that. And in their cola section, they had one that was called uh, Facola, F U K O L A. Cola, <laughs> and they do the same thing on the inside of the cap. It says "too expensive for a effing skin flint." So I'm like, <laughs> it's just one of those things. It, it's stupid, but it, it kind of makes it fun just to see what you know so how. A, so this one's funny. Yeah. This one says, "When you've run out of dog and cat food." <laughs> I'll have to get mine uh, uh, from underneath my chair at some point. So, but yes, mine said. Don't be a son of a bitch. Hmm. Interesting. There you go. Yeah, and I'm one of those people that keeps all my caps just like cigar band. So I've got an ashtray dedicated just to my cigar or my uh, bottle caps over here. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I mean, they are. I mean, some, I mean, it's just like, it's just like bands. It's like an artwork and just it, collector's items. And, if yeah. you know, maybe that will be the currency in like 50 years. You know, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> or two months. Yeah, yeah. Never, <laughs> never know. 
But uh, well, let's go ahead and do the music part because we're actually doing an album that you gave uh, to us uh, for this. You did for this week. Um, you gave us an 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 album that was easily one that we didn't have to really do tons of thinking about and numerous listens to, like Mark and I usually. And do. I'm going to assume Stephen is is younger than you or your age. Yeah, I, I guess. I'm thirty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So younger than me, because I remember when this came out. Just for the record, uh, I do not because I was not around. <laughs> I know. Uh, when Neither this was he. Um, but you gave us Rush Moving Pictures. Do um, you know it's been remastered? So yes, the in 2011. So that's the, that's the one that's on Spotify. That's the one I listen to. Yep, me too. Um, so not the one on Spotify, but yeah, it's- yeah. So Stephen, since you're the guest and this is your album, why don't you go ahead and give us um, why you chose this one to li- for us to listen to and and talk about and what song uh is going on to our playlist um well my mom was always a big rush i a big rush band growing up and she's the one that got me into it and i've actually seen rush twice live Ooh. so for me yeah i i love you know it's there's three guys that's what amazes me by rush it's three guys you get a lot of sound a lot of complexity to their music and um, Moving Pictures, to me, it's just one of those albums that has, you know, a lot of great songs on there and one that is just always overplayed for me, yep. which is Tom Sawyer. I'm just going to come out and say it right now. I'm not a big Tom Sawyer fan. Okay. <laughs> but uh, my my favorite song on this one is uh, Limelight. Yep. Yeah. And for me, it's it's got a good, you know, Neil Peart is a, a, was an amazing songwriter. And just the music on there, the guitar solo for me is just perfect. I tell you what, um, and I, I'll go next. Um, this is <clears throat> this is such a great album. And, and, yeah. I mean, there's there's two or three Rush albums that are iconic. Um, mm-hmm. And um, when Neil passed earlier this year, I described him as as the goat because oh god, yeah. I mean, because, there's there's no disputing that, right? And and I um, when I so when you when you said moving pictures, and I said. I'm not going to choose Tom Sawyer because it's overplayed and everybody's heard it. And I'm going to choose, because I'm the deep cut guy, I'm going to choose deep cut off this album. Um, and I listened to it the first time and I went, yeah, Limelight. God, I love Limelight. That's such a great song. Um, but I personally think that Tom Sawyer is some of Neil Peart's best lyrical work uh-huh. in his whole career. You can talk about a couple things. So, you know, there's some, there's, so Rush is the greatest prog rock band of all times. So let's just, let's just get that out of the way. And there are some, there are some prog rock classics on here that aren't Limelight and, in, in Tom Sawyer, because those aren't prog rock songs. Yeah. Those are rock and roll songs. Yeah. Um, like Witch Hunt and Vital Signs and the, the stupid, um, <laughs> On YYX, the stupid bell intro with the with the weird guitar yeah. intro. Yeah. Those are those are prog rock classics. But <clears throat> the um, Limelight and Tom Sawyer just iconic rock songs. Yeah, and I'm gonna pick Tom Sawyer because the drum and guitar intro on that song, along with the lyrics, and I agree it's overplayed, and I know it's their song, right? Yeah, but the 
guitar and drum intro on that is so classic Neil Peart. And yeah. I know he wrote all of that. Yeah. It's just, you hear the intro of that and it is just, you just, it's just so brilliant. And I mean, you think about the lyrics that he wrote in that song and you think about them. Mm-hmm. That's, and I'm a lyrics guy. Yeah. Um, that's just a great song. And so I agree with you. I, I came into listening, thinking about this album and thought, I'm not going to choose Tom Sawyer. I'm going to find another song on this album because I'm a deep cut guy. And then <laughs> I heard Tom Sawyer about 14 times this week. And I went, God, just the lyric writing on that song is so good. Yeah. Um, and if you, if you had, had not chose limelight, I would have chose limelight. Cause that's also just an amazing song yeah. <laughs> on this. I'm not going to choose a deep cut because to be honest with you, the rest of this album is too prog rocky to really be a single that ends up on our list. Um, and I, so I chose Tom Sawyer. So we're having three songs on this, uh, on this week. Oh voice. really? Yep. XXY or YYX? I'm going the one with no lyrics. YYZ. YYZ. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, what the it, bing, it, it, bing, it's bing, chaos. Bing. It's it's it chaos is. the first minute and a I half. Should have known you'd pick that. And then Neil Peart comes in, Getty Lee slapping the bass. I mean, <laughs> Getty Lee is um, first of all, um, uh, witch hunt later and witch in, hunt. What witch hunt almost made it, but I was like, yeah. I was like, fuck. YYZ is one of my favorite almost picked songs witch ever. hunt because witch hunt for Getty Lee's voice. <laughs> Other than um, the stuff he did with Bob and Doug McKenzie later in his career, which is is Getty Lee's best work, um, uh, Witch Hunt might be the best use of Getty Lee's voice that I've heard. Um, but um, and I thought you were going to pick. I thought you were going to pitch what? Are, are they the greatest Canadian band? You mean other than Brian Adams so. and Shania Twain? <laughs> well, those are they're not a band. It's um, funny. Whenever my dad is a very anti-Rush, he hates Rush. Whenever he talks about Rush, he's like, "Oh yeah, that chick can sing." <laughs> it always cracks me up every single time. So, ha- have you seen the video? You mean, like we're a- all three of them because I would argue the band, which is a lot of Canadians, is like would be there. The band, the band. I, I'm I'm going Rush as the best Canadian band group would, out there. I, I would go the band. Um, but there's there's a. Uh, there's a YouTube video that came out probably last month and it had a bunch of big heavy hitters doing a rush song. It's called like the corn. It was like the quarantine song. I forget what they used, but they had, um, it had the, uh, the drummer from tool. It had Les Claypool on bass, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the, the bass player from Primus. It had, uh, the guitarist from Mastodon. It had, um, uh, Claudio Sanchez from, um, uh, hell, I forgot what band he's the lead singer for. Uh, Coheed and Cambria. He was singing Getty Lee. I mean, he's the closest one that that can get up into the octave range of of Getty. Yeah. Um, but it was such a good, and they all like they all filmed it individually in their house, and then somebody mastered it and mixed it and everything like that. But it's a really good cover of, mm. of Rush. Um, but it was a Definitely one to to check out if you're a Rush fan or if you're a fan of, you know, whoever Primus or Coheed and Cambria or Mastodon or who who the hell else ever. Yeah. But yeah, this was a fun album. I'm glad that I'm glad that you chose this one. That's why we wanted we had to do like me and me and Mark were back here like doing the math. Like okay, we want to have him on this week so he can do the album with us. 
who do we have to have scheduled before then? And we're like going back and forth and like looking at calendars. I'm like, no, it's this date. And you're like, no, it's this date. I'm like, fuck, this is like the hardest, the hardest thing to to figure out. Yeah. This was a good one too. I mean, um, I have not seen rush live and I'm totally jealous. of So jealous. They came to little rock, I guess five years ago. Yeah. When we yeah, were, my brother and my mom actually got to see moving pictures in its entirety. Oh, and that's the one, of course, they didn't invite me to. But, <laughs> um, my brother said it's, it's something he'll never forget. Because my brother actually played uh, YYZ. He goes to Berkeley College of Music in Boston. And YYZ was his audition piece that he, he did. And, you know, he, he blew it out of the water. Like they, the, ju- the judge, I guess, was very impressed. You know, asked him, you know, what was your inspiration for this? He's like, oh, my... You know, my brother actually picked this one for me, but, you know, I've, I've seen Rush so many times in Getty Lee's, you know, one of the greatest bass players. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's one of those bands that's that's on the list now, especially since, you know, Neil died that I'll never be able to see. Mm-hmm. So it's it's Queen, Prince, and Rush is the, the top three for me. Yep. So I got to see Prince, too, for my 21st birthday, so. Mm, rub that in, too. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Just <laughs> who who else have you seen that we can be jealous of? That's probably <laughs> those are two big ones. <laughs> I did those are the good ones. My roommates went and saw Rush um, when I was in college, and so I was not. Uh, I had to work that night, so we didn't. We weren't able to go. I wasn't able to go, so I missed that. That would have been touring like shit, eighty five, eighty six. Yeah. So, yeah. I would have been four or five. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I remember my parents taking me to like a Grateful Dead concert, so maybe they would have taken me to a Rush concert. Who knows? Um, My old hippie parents that they won't un- ad- admit to that. Sure. <laughs> sure. All right. So the albums that we are giving each other this week. Um, So a a video game that was part of my childhood growing up uh, just came out this past week and I picked it up. Um, Missile defense. No. Tony Hawk. Tony Tony Hawk one and two. I played the hell out of Tony Hawk. Okay. uh, When I was in high school. Okay. And it's a, it's a great game. I love it, but it has one of the best um, soundtracks out there that has ever been produced it has a little bit of everything but it's a lot of skate park punk a lot of stuff that i grew up with a lot of stuff that i listened to when i was at the skate park when i skateboarded and stuff like that so that is the theme for me for this week okay you're getting skate park albums or no this this month you're getting skate park albums the albums that i'd listen to at the skate park so we're starting the first one for me is by one of my favorite punk bands Alkaline Trio, you're getting Crimson. Alkaline Trio, Crimson. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, the uh, and I'm not complaining about the music uh, section because I've really expanded my uh, selection. But one of the things this has caused me to do is not listen to the music that I listen to normally a lot because mm-hmm. I've been listening to music you've given me, or in this case, uh, Stephen's given me. Um, so I have this week, uh, as well as listening to Rush Moving Pictures, been listening to a lot of um, country this week. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get from me albums that are not on my top 20 list, but are country artists that I like okay. um, that are uh, upbeat country or, or 
country that's more recent mm-hmm. that are not Jason Isbell like, um, but are artists that are country, I guess probably more like uh, Darius Rucker. Okay. Um, so, uh, I've been waiting for a three pod to give you three of my not top 20 artists that are there. So I'm going to start you off with my guy, one of my guys from root who was on stage just before Jason Aldean went on stage, okay. who Sean and I and Paula saw in little rock afterwards um, who is somebody who I like for a billion reasons. Um, he's a great artist, um, but also somebody who, if you ever see it on YouTube, has a video where he gives a guy a hug after Route 91 uh-huh. and talks about how hard it is to deal with that. You know, He d- doesn't want to deal with it, but he gets reminded all the time and how yeah. he loves everybody. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> is a guy I love. But um, I'm going to give you Jake Owens. Okay. Jake Owens. Um, barefoot blue jean night. Um, there are, this is an album that I about once every three months, just listen, put this album on shuffle and, uh, I love this album and it is, uh, as Paula will attest when one of these songs from this album and there's shit five or six number ones on this album, Mm Um, and this isn't a deep cut album for me because there's there's no deep cuts on this album <laughs> because this is a classic uh, popular album. All, um, all radio hits? All radio hits. Okay. Um, I sing everyone at the top of my fucking lungs because uh, I love this guy's voice. I love this guy's song. I love the songs. I love this guy's style. He is, um, his songs are, um, He's he writes great songs. He, he sings songs that I love. Um, I still to this day from Route 91 do not remember this guy being on stage because of a weird just mental block. Yeah. Um, I've seen videos since. Yeah. I know he was on stage because it was on the damn card. Yeah. <laughs> and trust me, if he wasn't on stage, that would have been a big thing. Yeah. Um, and I've seen him like five or six times, and he's awesome. Um, and he, he's one of those guys that I just love his music. So Jake Owens. Okay, so, cool. Cool. I've never heard of him, so I'm I'm assuming that you've never probably never heard, never heard of no. Line Trio either. Yep. Yep. So, all right, and I'm not complaining about the music. I love the expansion, uh-huh. but I realized about two weeks ago that I wasn't listening to any of the guys that I loved. So I've started slotting in. Besides listening to the stuff you give me, uh-huh. uh, re-listening. So I've been firing up. Well, my no, Pandora. I mean that's that's what we are doing this for because, like I yeah, said, no, like, I love the music expansion. I've heard a bunch of people I never would have heard of, and I've mm-hmm. heard people that I love intensely. Yeah, and to rehear Moving Pictures again, mm-hmm. just to hear that album as it as I remember hearing it as yeah. as a younger man yeah. was. Uh, was just totally badass. Yeah, and, w- and what's cool is you know we you know we, we got you know moving pictures from a listener. You got it, Stephen. Yeah. You know the next like six months they're already planned out just because we have albums from listeners that wanted. Yeah, we might want to do two listeners. We might want to do three and two. We might want to share up yeah. stuff with get some more listeners feeds in there. Um, there's a lot. The listeners are really uh, stepped up on their side. So, so we, we we might yeah we might do two and two, two and two or three and two. Maybe I was thinking three and two because I like this pod of three. I love the idea of of us having sort of like a grouping that's meaningful. And I have three mm-hmm. albums here mm-hmm. um, that I want to give you. I want to give you. I've got three albums picked. And well, then we'll do that. We'll do we'll do this last run of three because it is a trio. 
for me as well. Yep. And then the next group will do two. We'll do, we'll do two, and then we'll just go back from three and two, three and two, three and two. Yep. So, Sounds great. All right. That sounds good. So, all right. Looking forward to it. So, you know, you know, you you talked about what got you into, um, you know, starting to pair sodas with cigars and everything like that. And I really like that take because you see tons of of Instagram accounts out there and influencers, influencers stuff like that that always pair with a rum or a beer or a coffee or something like that. So seeing a a soda. It was a nice breath of fresh air. It was. I mean, so what? What kind of got the wheels turning on on wanting you to to really, you know, take it into a direction that nobody else has? I wasn't really looking to take it in, you know, a, a new direction. Like I said, I'm a recovering alcoholic, so pairing, you know, cigars with liquor is just, you know, off the table for me. Yeah. So I went to the next best thing that I could think of. You know, I, I really enjoy root beer. And like I said, the complexity of different root beers, like right now, um, I'm having a Chicago style root beer, which is really creamy. And whenever I would drink a root, like a creamy root beer and have a cigar, I would get a lot of those woody notes, like a lot of cedar would kind of come out and it would help to taper off some of the black pepper on the full bodied cigars that I had. And after a while, I'm like, okay, well, you know, let me see what this root beer tastes like or let me try this you know cherry cola and see how it changes this cigar a little bit um but it wasn't like i'm "I'm gonna break new ground over here it was just me working with what i have and it it works really well for me a lot of the guys in in this community that i'm part of i sent them a few uh soda samplers like rocky mountain soda has 12 different uh flavors and i really enjoy the flavor of their sodas like i said they have the ginger beer that's actually a good balance of sweet and spicy. The orange cream soda that they have is, it's just like eating an orange uh, creamsicle. And it's something you wouldn't really think like I, for me, I'm like, all right, I, I don't want to try this one with it, but let me see how it is. And it was one of the, I think I paired that one with um, a Mexican Puro and I got a lot of floral notes that weren't originally present with it. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, okay. This is really interesting. So that's, that's kind of what I do when I review a cigar. I try to see, you know, I'll smoke a little bit of the cigar by itself. Okay, this is what I get. Let me take a sip of soda. Or I'll do the opposite where, you know, I'll, you know, sip the soda, then take a puff or take a puff and then a sip of soda just to see how that flavor, you know, varies or changes a little bit with it. And it's been really cool just, you know, getting something different with it. I feel like with when I was drinking and smoking cigars, I wasn't really drinking to taste anything off the cigar. I was just drinking, you know, just, just to drink. And with drinking, you know, it, it affects the brain. So it kind of affects the way you taste things. Yeah. So really for me, I wasn't getting anything different out of the cigar. If anything, I was getting less out of it. So with the sodas, it kind of, it's when you're eating, like you start salivating, it's timing your, your taste buds to kind of, you know, get ready for what's coming. Yeah, and yeah. root beer to me is that perfect primer for it. Or even like a, you know, a cherry soda, uh, like black cherry soda is really good with a, either like a Maduro or a San Andreas wrapper. Yeah, I can definitely, I definitely see that. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it's one of those untapped things that like, like a lot of people don't think about because if you like a spicier cigar, like you're talking about with a root beer, you know, it does, it, it counters with it. If you like a mellower cigar like the Atabay or any other good Connecticut, I mean, you can go something on the lighter side, like you said, like a, a cream soda or something like that. There's yep. so many more, uh, you know, 
interchangeable palate taste that with with pops that you can really go well with 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 the cigars and it's just one of those things like a lot of people just don't think about because you think of like at our like at a cigar lounge or our cigar lounge you know it's you have coke you have sprite you have whatever you have like your basic main stays but just like in the cigar world there's tons of boutique you know pop companies out there and you're gonna i mean there is so many good things that you can you can try well you have you have a lot of you have a lot of variety, even mm-hmm. within the mainstream. You have Dr. Pepper, which is uh, very fruity, and mm-hmm. you have a Sprite, which is very, you know, much more like a ginger beer, freshing and refreshing. Yeah. Um, and then you have Coke, which is, you know, sweeter. And you have, you know, you do have variety within yeah. even the mainstream. And then, much like cigars, when you get off the beaten path, it gets a lot more varied, right? Yeah. Have you ever been to the uh, the to Atlanta to do like the Coke tour or anything? No, I haven't. So I, we went to uh, we went to Atlanta last year for a vacation, and we went to the Coke plant. I'm not a Coke guy. I like Pepsi. That's just you know that was that's the Midwest thing. But what was really cool was at the very top at the end of the tour, they have like a little cafeteria thing, and they have like 200 different pops on tap that you can try from all over the world. So they have like a section for Asia section for Africa, you know, Italy, uh, Europe, stuff like that. So you had, I mean, you had all these ones and they had surge on tap and I was like, man, I, ha- I haven't had surge in like 25 years. So I wonder what it tastes like still. And I tried it. I'm like, Holy shit. That is like exactly what my childhood was like. But then they had one from Italy. It was called Beverly. And they always say like, you got to try Beverly. It tastes weird it's like people either like it or you absolutely hate it but to me it was like chewing on grapefruit rind it was so bitter and acidic but it's just one of those ones that remember fresca oh i love fresca like we were talking about that last night the the uh, horitos the grapefruit uh, yeah uh, grapefruit pop that's man i love that i go to the little mexican grocery store here and i get like the two liter bottle of that stuff because mexican coke is the hierarchy of the soda game. That's I like the Mexican Coke. I don't know that it's the hierarchy. No, that's the no. For it's me, the cane actually, sugar that they use in it. Yeah. Uh, the cane sugar effects instead of high fructose corn syrup, you get a um a little more natural, yeah. a lot more crisp taste out of it. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, uh, of the Coke hierarchy, it is the epitome of the of the Coke hierarchy to use the proper words. It is the it is on in the Coke of, of that in the cola game. It is the top of the cola pyramid. I agree. Yeah, but it's cola, so it doesn't compare to a really good root beer. Okay, so what's what's your favorite pop then? I mean, is it going to well, be first Dr. of all? Pepper? There is no such thing as pop oh, soda. On. It's it's I can't help it. It's thirty <laughs> sure years of can. it being You're implanted in my head. Um, um, uh, my favorite uh, soda is Dr. Pepper, but, um, and probably one a is, is a, is a spicy root beer. Okay. Um, like sassafras style or not, um, in that elk. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then ginger beer is, is three is, is, is right below that. And then a creamy, then a cream ale is ripe cream soda, and then a creamy root beer is right below that. I've thought way too much about that and have way too detailed <laughs> a list. 
And then right below that is like a cheer wine, like a, like a black cherry. Wow. <laughs> Shit. My life. <laughs> I thought about that. I was say you've really, man, you have detailed notes and <laughs> detail. I can explain why. <laughs> well, we got, we got your five pack of cigars. What's your, your five I mean, pack of yeah, sodas. Yeah. You got, you have a, you have a six pack of build your own pops. I'm going to keep saying pop just to piss you off. So what, what, what do you got? I would probably go, I love a Bita root beer. Uh, to me, it's a good, smooth, creamy, uh, not overly sweet root mm-hmm. beer. I'd probably throw that in there. Uh, black cherry. There's a lot of them that taste very similar, so I can't really narrow one down. Uh, just a good black cherry uh, root uh, soda would go in there. I would probably throw Mexican Coke in there as well. Surge, I, it's funny you mentioned that. I picked one up while I was in, I was in Kansas as well, like the, one of the tall cans that they had. And again, I wish I had I wish I had bought two of everything. I don't know why I didn't, <laughs> but that one I would take just to see what what it would bring out because it's very um, it's like a mix between Mountain Dew and Sprite. Yeah. So it, you have a lot of that citrus note, but there's also that like um, almost grapefruit flavor to it. Yeah. So I could see that with like either a Connecticut or even trying it with a San Andreas wrapper just to see what it would do with it. Um, let's see. I'm not a big sarsaparilla guy. To me, it's too licorice-y for me. Yeah. Um, but Barks in, in a glass bottle is super good, especially when you throw it in the freezer for like 20 minutes to make sure it doesn't explode on you. <laughs> <laughs> and then surprisingly enough, I would throw a San Pellegrino in there. Because the, the sparkling water, to me, it's a perfect palate cleanser. Like If you want to drink uh, or taste a cigar mm-hmm. and not have anything really you know, uh, contaminated, yeah. a, a Pellegrino, the carbonation on there just kind of acts like a, as a little scrubber for your taste buds. So you can kind of just keep distinguishing those flavors on it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we sell, we sell San Pellegrino here. And I mean, I love, I love, I like Topo Chico. That's my favorite of the sparkling water. I love that. Not a big sparkling water guy. We also sell Mountain Valley. Yeah. Which is a sparkling water from, uh, from right down strange. Here. Yeah. yeah. But I, like, I, I'm a, any love for like Canada Dry? I love, I like the Canada Dry. That's, I'm a ginger ale guy. I'm not going to lie. There's a, there's a very refreshing mm-hmm. uh, uh, component of, uh, of a ginger ale that is, um, refreshing and sort of very cleansing. Of a ginger ale. Yep. Yeah, for me, I, I like um, Canada Dry and Schweppes are like the main ones that they sell out here. And I think I'd probably go for Schweppes over Canada Dry. It's a little more crisp, I feel, a little more aggressive with the carbonation on it. Yep. But that's definitely good. Just, you know, especially like today where it's 100 degrees outside, it's perfect just to kind of cool you down and just you can relax a little bit more with that in your hand. Yeah. You know, the funny part is, um, and I have, I've gone through periods of my life where I have intentionally not drank. I've gone through periods of my life where I have not consumed alcohol unintentionally, um, which is the period I'm in now, sort of. Um, but I've, uh, I, I went through 10 years where I did not drink intentionally. Um, uh, so been there, done that, understand the challenges and the, um, sort of going through that. But I think the best ginger ale is, <laughs> is made by Seagram's. Oh, Seagram's. Yeah, Seagram's. <laughs> Which is strange because um, they're an alcohol company. Yeah. And the ironic part of when I was uh, dry for 10 years is that started when I worked for a life insurance company that was owned by a uh, tobacco slash 
uh, distillery. And I could buy in the company store alcohol. Yeah, I like I like the the sing the Singrams. I'd yeah, I'd get down with that. Yeah, we were owned by American Brands, who owned Seagrams, um, and they sold it. Uh, they uh, sold it in the company store. Jim Beam Seagrams in the company <laughs> store, but only in the the weird shaped bottles. So you had, if you weren't going to go buy Seagrams, you had to buy it like in like an old Model T or something. Yeah, but it was full ass Jim Beam. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and you could buy a pack of smokes too. I mean, that's just, I mean, yeah. I mean, what other combination do you need? Right. When you work for a life insurance company, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the joke was you could go get that stuff, but then you would be rated negatively in when you tried to buy insurance. All, all the food in the cafeteria was made with lard. Oh, of course. And, oh, that, I mean, <laughs> was, they were excellent. Yes. We were allowed to smoke in our office. Jeez. Different times. Yes. That's how old I am. Let's touch on these cigars that, that, you know, we're all having because this is, you know, for the first one I've, I've ever had, uh, this is uh, quite fabuloso as to, uh, wow. Look at you. Yeah. You like that? Yes. So I'll, I'll read, I'll read some of the, uh, from the, uh, literature we, that we got on this one. Yeah. The cigar is a standard for elegance and beauty, representing the high point of the Diamond Collection's range. This is the jewel of the Diamond Collection, offering a perfect smoke with sublime aromas of roasted almonds, honey, white chocolate, licorice, and vanilla. The total absence of bitterness leaves you with a medium strength, delivering an indulgent design. Even the most demanding aficionados will find something new here. Um, yeah, it, it has no bitterness. It is smooth whatsoever. as heck. Yeah, it is totally really smooth. smooth. It is really, and it's rich. Um, mm-hmm. It is really nice. And it pairs exceptionally well with, um, I prefer it with this Rat Bastard over the Over the balls. balls. Um, the Rat Bastard is more of my, the balls was delicious in that, you're right, there's a little more of a, that, and I don't know how to pronounce it's, it, it either, it, the, the weird yeah. sugar. Um, um, I like it better with the rat bastard cane sugar. So no, the guave, the, the oh. guana, like the energy component of it. Yeah. Um, but I like it better with the rat bastard. Although, um, it's like saying, you know, do you, yeah, you know, it's, it's, I liked it with both, but, um, um, I've really liked this car a lot. It and does. I've smoked the El Septimo before the one. Um, and I, I may be on the lookout for more of these cause now I've enjoyed two of these. Yeah, I need to I need to smoke the one that I have I've had in my locker since last year, um, you know, and especially since I'm not working tomorrow, I might have that tonight when I get yeah. uh, when I get home. But yeah, this one, and again for I don't smoke big cigars. I mean, I've said that yeah. a thousand fucking times on the yeah, show. At least this is a cigar that I would definitely smoke again because it doesn't it doesn't seem like I'm smoking it. Maybe maybe it's been because a comfortable it, smoke. It I agree. Been, maybe because I didn't cut it and I actually punched it, so it's right. not like. I don't have to have the whole damn thing in my mouth. Yeah. I thin straight cut it, which means I cut it very narrowly. So there wasn't, I didn't cut off the whole cap. The whole so cap, it yeah. was like, uh, I haven't got a, a, you know, an ungodly amount of smoke. I don't know why I would bring God into the amount of smoke I get out of the cigar, <laughs> but I did. Um, uh, uh, so I apologize to Greg for that. So, uh, cause I don't think God has anything to do with the amount of smoke with cigars. Well, I mean, some would I'll, say he made I the tobacco. Cons- How about I, that? I will consult with Greg later on that. Um, <laughs> but it's been beautiful. And um, I, I was thinking about you guys with the coating of the tongue. The flavors has come very easily, but it hasn't been overpowering. 
Um, it's been nice. I've enjoyed the hell out of this mm-hmm. cigar. I like the, you know, the 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 licorice part. You do pick up a little bit of that. I and think it, it's the root beer. And it, right? Well, and, it, and I'm saying it, it complements with the root beer too. So one of the questions I had because you know you you get a lot of guys who are bourbon guys, and and to be honest with you, in parts of my life I've been very big bourbon guy, uh, and it brings out certain notes within cigars. Bourbon naturally does. What what notes does root beer bring out within cigars? I'm just I haven't turned it. I can tell you what Dr Pepper brings out, which is some of the the fruity notes because that's what Dr Pepper is, right? Um, yeah. What does root beer bring out with cigars? Now that I'm going to have to drink more root beer with cigars. Yeah. Well, it'll probably help since you don't get woody notes out of it. For me, a good creamy cigar again kind of brings out a lot of cedar, uh, toasted oak for me. Okay. Um, and then. Sometimes it'll bring out a little more of like honey notes to me. Okay. But you, like that's the majority of what I, what I get. Sometimes you'll get a floral note here and there, but it could just be the cigar too. If it's really uh, floral forward on the body. Right. Yeah, I can see that. And that's see like with a, like a stout beer, what I get and when I is, is a lot, People will talk peppery, but I get a lot of the creamy cigars yeah, that no, come I'm, out. I'm the same way with a stout. Right. And so I'm wondering, um, and so now I'm fascinated with this pairing with root beer because I love root beer. Um, and I'm wondering about that. Is there, are there certain type of cigars that you really like pairing with root beers? Um, again, it kind of comes down to like the, I like pepper, pepper bombs. So anything by like AJ Fernandez. Uh, with a root beer to me, like it tapers that, that peppery note down a little bit. So you can kind of enjoy the body of the cigar more. Nice. Um, but you know, Maduro wrappers, I enjoy with it. Uh, San, San Andreas wrappers always pair well with, uh, with the root beer. Connecticut's are okay. They're already kind of smooth and mild as it is. So you don't, it doesn't really add too much to it. I think that's where like a cherry, uh, cola or even, um, like a grape soda kind of comes in to give that a little bit more push. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking like, you know, this, uh, the rat bastard, I was thinking this would be really good with the, uh, the Viva La Vida. Oh, it would be. Yeah. And, and with an, I mean, since you talk about Adrian Fernandez, you know, that's a great cigar that he, that he helped made, but specifically the, the club 500, where you get sure. that, that cocoa and that creaminess. Just to, any excuse for you to smoke any, the club any, expo- any excuse to smoke any expo- any excuse to smoke any Viva, honestly, but the but specifically the uh, the five hundred. Yeah. Sure. Have I'm you smoked there. the Viva yet? The Viva La Vida. I did I actually smoke that when I passed uh, five hundred followers. <laughs> I'm a cheesy guy like that. <laughs> That's a good reason. That's a great cigar. I'm trying to look. I don't remember what I paired that with actually. I hadn't thought about grape soda. That's interesting. I love, I do, you know, the Fanta grape soda and the Fanta orange soda, when I'm feeling particularly nostalgic, yeah. um, are great choices. You know, the, we were thinking, we were talking last night about things that were, um, you know, just oddball sodas. If you ever go to St. Louis, they have a really good barbecue place that has like weird barbecue sauces, but just fantastic uh, barbecue and they have like this really weird on tap, like sort of hipster sort of soda mm-hmm. that's like really weird and eclectic. And 
excellent. It's just such it's sugar fire barbecue in St. Louis. Um, and everybody always goes, yeah, you didn't really sell me on it with the hipster talk, but everything is so kind of like a little off, but a little awesome. Great. They have like a cocoa bean barbecue sauce, um, our coffee bean, uh, and everybody goes, eh, it's not great. And I said, well, it's a little off and it's a little awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they, but they have like weird, like seven up mashups with other things and it's like their sodas like the same thing as the barbecue sauce it's yeah. just like one off uh and it's really cool well that, that's what i was talking about the uh, uh torchy's tacos i mean yeah they where do, you just like mix it well, in they, well they have a house made they have yeah. a house made pop and i i love that yeah and i was saying like yeah that that's the one place i want to go like old school suicide style and just do do like one of each just to see what happens yeah. i'm not a big grape soda fan because really? I, I I haven't found one that I like because to me it all tastes like grape. You know, it all tastes like medicine, uh, like coffee medicine. That's the one. That's the one I've never been a big fan of. But like orange, like orange crush and Fanta and stuff like that. I I love orange. Orange growing up was my favorite, but really? grape I was never I was never a fan of. Okay. Yeah, I think I said it last night on the hearth. Uh, when I was younger, I would mix uh, Coca Cola with the Fanta orange at any fountain uh, machine that I could find it at. <laughs> And to me, when you get that ratio just right, just right. It's, it's a delicious drink. Well, don't they sell like Coke yes. Orange now? Yeah. They it's do, actually. but it's not the same. I think it's an orange cream. Oh, okay. They, yeah. And, and I like orange and Coke together. And I'm sure you guys probably, I mean, but Steak and Shake does like vanilla, yeah. Coke with like a squirt of vanilla and yeah. Coke with a squirt of orange in it. And, um, you know, it's just really good. I, I like Coke and orange a lot. I had a, I had a buddy growing up what, that whenever we'd go out to eat or whatever, he'd always get Coke with lemon or a Coke with, yeah, with a lemon yeah, twist inside of it. I've never, I've never yeah. like seen that. And then I see like Coke comes out with orange and lemon flavor and stuff like that. I'm like, wow, he was, he was ahead of the times, you know, he, he made it popular before it was popular. Should have, should have copyrighted it. <laughs> Yeah, I think Coca-Cola, uh, like the original recipe for it is made with, um, like lemon and lime essential oil. Like if you go back to like the original, original recipes for it, that's what it's made with. And with like standard Coca-Cola, you don't really get those notes too much, but if you have like a different, um, like a boutique cola, yeah. you definitely get a little citrus on, on the nose of it. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that, that, the Coke tour in Atlanta was was I going into it? It was like, oh yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't care, whatever. But by the time we were done, I was like, wow, that was really like knowledgeable and interesting. And then, just, and, and then just seeing how, you know, how it started and stuff like that. Like there was even a part where somebody stole the recipe and like went to Pepsi with it, and Pepsi turned them in and be like, no, nah, we don't, we, we don't play that. Way. Yeah, we don't want to do this kind of thing. And that's. I mean that's that's cool. I mean I I prefer Pepsi anyways, so it's See, I'm a Coke guy. Um the uh lady at work went to through the Dr Pepper tour mm-hmm. and said it was really good. But yeah, it was really interesting. I mean, there's yeah. I mean, there's fanatics on everything and you always see like tons of people that have all the Coke products and just I don't know, it just brought back a little bit of childhood nostalgia like seeing like I remember when the first commercial of the polar bears came out yeah, and I remember seeing that. And then like, you still see them today or the, like the, the Santa Claus, you know, the, sure. the same commercial they've been running since like early nineties. give the world <laughs> the Coke. See, I, you guys are talking about the polar bear. That's what about 
five years ago. No, I mean, shit, that was like early nineties. That was yeah. 20 something years ago. Probably. I mean, I remember in the seventies when it was like, I could, I could give the world a Coke, right? When it was, that was like the seventies. Yeah. That's a little bit for our times. Yeah. They were all bitching that you, you were pointing out. I was old. Well, so, I was about to say old man. I yeah. Mean, I forget who, who have you been to the Coke store out in Vegas. There's no. a big Coke thing uh, with a, in Vegas. It's like a five story Coke thing. And then right next to the M&M store. I have been in the M&M store. Yeah, the Coke thing's right next to it. Okay. What I do for work, I'm an industrial compliance inspector, and we have a Coca-Cola syrup plant out here. And what we're, because I'm, I'm fairly new to the position, but the other guys tell me, like, you know, when we have to inspect their facility, we go into their break room and they give us, you know, a cup, like, here, have whatever you want. And they do have those fountain machines where you can just have whatever Coke product <laughs> that you want from their collection. <laughs> Well, so like- before COVID, I was really excited to get in there and just, you know, run through the entire machine, just pour it all in one. But I got to wait a little bit longer before that opens up again. Just feeling like garbage when you leave. Just like exactly. you can feel everything slosh around inside of you. Like that's what it was when we went to the Atlanta place and like they, they give you a cup to go try whatever. And there's literally like 200 different types to try. But when I found that surge, I'm like, like everybody else is getting like a little shot and trying to, I'm like, I'm filling up the cup fully. Like I haven't had fucking surge in 20 years. And like, I'm, I'm leaving and Mo's like, are you okay? I'm like, I drank too much fucking surge. I'm, I'm going crazy over here. I'll be going in there with a camel pack and I'll just be loading it. Up. <laughs> yeah. Can I bring my own Yeti? I mean, yeah. One of those big, yeah. One of those big like lamb skin or whatever. Just have at it. Yeah, they hopped they, up on Mountain Dew all day long. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they do make Coke in America with pure cane sugar, but it's um, and so they and they come through the stores occasionally, and they've had the Mountain Dew with pure cane sugar, which, to be honest with you, oh yeah, yeah, um, I've had that one. <laughs> that should be outlawed because <laughs> with as much caffeine as in is in uh, is in Mountain Dew, and then to make pure cane sugar, and then you're thinking, um, wow, that. It seems like that's too much. So, like, I, so I've heard like if you find Coke, if you want the closest thing to like that true good Mexican Coke, but you can't get anywhere, right. try to find the Coke with a yellow cap because that's kosher Coke, and it's and it's like a damn near replica of the of the Mexican style. So you can get like that in like big two liter bottles. Right. So that's I've I haven't seen that either, but yeah, I mean I bet that would be probably just as good. Probably not in Little Rock. Uh, probably not. I mean, more probably more like New York and yeah. stuff like that. But, Place where there's more that, kosher delis. And yeah. Stuff. Since you're a Dr. Pepper guy, have you heard of uh, McFuddy's Pepper Elixir? I've not. That one is. If you're a pep, like if you're a Dr. Pepper purist, you might not like it because when I tried it, I got a lot of like the. It almost tasted like there was maraschino cherry in there. And it was very different than Dr. Pepper, but it was still, I paired that one with a Man of War cigar. And that one to me, I was just, I was enjoying the soda more than the cigar. <laughs> so it, it's McFuddy's Pepper, what was uh, it? Pepper Elixir. Pepper Elixir. So that, I will that be, just sounds like an old school name. I'm going to have to try that now. <laughs> Anytime you throw the word elixir in there. Just, yeah, no, I'm in. He has a curly mustache. Yeah. Wearing, wearing a white smock. It. You know, now, now secure you know. all your maladies. See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know the you, the history of soda. Where did it start from? I mean, it started it, 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 as a doctor. Yeah, it, he's it, medicine. Right, yeah. right as medicine, because um, it had cocaine in it. Right, <laughs> right. Let's <laughs> let's not sugarcoat it. Speaking of a ball, 
Yes. Speaking of being balls. Um, and, uh, and so, yes, uh, I'm going to have to find that tonight and get some, that sounds awesome. I love, um, uh, and you know, did you know that the, the next toilet paper shortage is now diet Dr. Pepper? It is. And I blame you for that. I am. I'm paying the price. I know. Cause I know. the last three time I've click, uh, click listed, um, they've been out of diet Dr. Pepper. The, the great toilet paper <laughs> shortage of 2020 is now turned right. into. And the so Di- this Dr. time Pepper they shortage. finally didn't exchange it for regular Dr. Pepper, which sort of defeats the purpose for me. Cause I don't drink regular Dr. Pepper most of the time because it has sugar in it. Um, so I, I drink sugared soda on special occasions like tonight. And so I drink diet Dr. Pepper most of the time because it doesn't have sugar. And I think diet Dr. Pepper is the closest. I mean, I, it's the only diet soda I drink. And so, because it's closer to Dr. Pepper, but uh, they finally realized that somebody who had ordered diet soda probably doesn't want regular soda. They they got me diet Dr. Pepper in another size. That reminds me of that Mitch Hedberg joke. Like they say diet Dr. Pepper tastes just like regular Dr. Pepper. Well, then they fucked up. (laughs) 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 Yes, they did. But uh, the, they go, we didn't have Diet Dr. Pepper. And I, I was on the ready to go, well, then I don't want the fucking Dr. Pepper. <laughs> the, the, and the, then the guy goes, no, we got bottles of Diet Dr. Pepper. No, you've learned. I feel like you've grown. So. Do, you, do, you think, do you think sodas are better in cans or glass bottles? Um, they're better in glass bottles. But glass, glass bottles, bottles all the way. Yeah, all day. But glass bottles are kind of brutal, like to have at home around dogs and stuff because they'll knock them on the ground. And I love the, uh, I love when like there's the, uh, what is it? The, the, the Coke machine. Like I know they have one at, at uh, uh, Wingstop where it has like 75 different things. You just push a button and it has like the crystals that kind of like mix together. Oh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the new freestyle. Yeah. Freestyle. freestyle. Yeah. So Doug, who, for the record, cleaned those places forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, cleans used to run a, 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 a cleaning business that did that. Said so those things are evil. But, um, uh, and I forgot the gentleman's name who just passed away. I should know. Um, who built uh, Wendy's. Oh, yeah, uh, Pat. Uh, not Pat. No, not Pat. Uh, God, what is his name? I forgot. But Dave? No, um, he w- was a guy who, no, uh, he was, he was a guy who worked for Dave, who was, who would go build Wendy's. He said, they're the single greatest invention in, in, he said, no, they're the, the freestyle machines are simply amazing. I remember the first time I saw one, I was like, what is this? This is the greatest thing ever. Look at you can go Dr. Pepper, you can go diet Dr. Pepper, and then you can get cherry and vanilla in there extra. Yeah. And then, Oh, look at that. It's the greatest thing ever. I can customize my soda. It's a sign that God loves me. I was watching like a, one of those uh, like it's MTV a, I, cribs and there was a guy that had that in his house. Oh, like <laughs> if I was independently wealthy and not poor, I would have two. <laughs> I want one in the bedroom. Right. Easy, so, easy I'm arm, arm reach. Right. Just, yes. <laughs> I, I personally, I, I just love those machines cause you can get all the extra flavors. So you can get like a Coke with orange and vanilla in it. It's just like, it's like extra. It's just awesome. It's a uh, pretty good. The idea of those are cool. Like I'm going to be the guy that craps on it. I don't like the base, whatever they carbonate it with. To me, it makes it 
too like not there's a different sweetness to it like when you like I, our jack in the box out here use those machines and whenever i order like order like a coke from them it's just it's lighter and sweeter than it normally is and for me that's it's a turn off What's like but i like the idea of it was like mcdonald's coke literally tastes different than every other Coke because they had, they make it just a little bit different for McDonald's. So the diet, Dr. Pepper and the diet root beer, which is what I've gotten. were pretty close. I would, I would have to think about that. I was so excited with the extra flavors that to be honest with you, I didn't obsess about that. And so maybe I should have, I'm talking to an expert here. So maybe I should go back and and, and obsess about it. The I'm going to ruin it for you. Now you're going to fuck it up for me. You are. And now I'm going to go down to Pi 5, where would they have one of those? The turd is in the soup bowl. It is. And I'm going to have to obsess about it. I'm going to do a little taste test. And I'm going to go, yeah, yeah, it's not quite as good. Because you know who? The Coke in the, with a shot of vanilla at uh, Steak and Shake is spot on. They do a great job with that. And it doesn't really mess up the Coke flavor. But And now I'm going to have to go. Give a try of the freestyle. If you, if you find out you don't like it, you can blame cigars and things, not me. Yeah, I'm going to blame cigars and things because <laughs> I know cigars and soda would not do that to me. <laughs> uh, that's a little inside baseball. So, right, right. Frank, yes. I, I, we don't, I, we're not actually talking about you, Frank, but I accidentally called him by your name by accident. You did. <laughs> yes. Way to bust out the host. <laughs> yes, yes. Rightfully so, though. Hey, like I said, we lean into our mistakes. We do. We do. Since you're a zero sugar guy, have you had uh, any of the Zevia sodas? I've not. Which are uh, which are those? Uh, they're basically made with Zevia. They have zero sugar. Uh, they make a ginger root beer. So you, you might want to try it since you like diet or you know sugar-free. It might be up your alley. But when we were dieting, I bought a six pack of those. I opened it, I took a sip and I spit it out. It was one of those things. It didn't taste like root beer. It was clear. It didn't taste like soda at all. It like, it wanted to be something and it completely wasn't. Okay. It was so bad. I would, I, my brother came over. I'm like, here, try this. He's like, what is it? I'm like, just try it. He drank it. He's like, what the hell was that? Okay. So my, my endocrinologist and my dietitian are arguing with me that diet is not actually better for me than regular soda. And so I'm wearing now a Dexcom, which is one of these constant glucose monitor. I would pull up my shirt, but it yeah. don't. just you two guys would see it. Nobody on the podcast. <laughs> and so I'm doing And it's a word picture. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm doing intermittent fasting. So that means that I'm only eating for eight hours a day. So like Greg does with his yeah. diet plan that he's been very successful with. And so what I had been doing at the beginning of that, which you're not supposed to do, is you're, I was drinking diet soda in the morning. And so I was seeing a rise in my blood sugar in the morning, which wasn't supposed to happen, right, um, to a level that was unexpected. And they said, are you drinking diet soda in the morning? I said, yeah, it's diet soda. It's got no calories. So why? He says, because well, your body's taking in something that it thinks is sweet, and it's it's kicking up your your – it's it it's having the same reaction as you're drinking sugar. And so I've been reading a bunch saying that the diet soda is actually in some ways worse for you yeah. than than ac- actually the sugared soda. It's the aspartame in there, I think. Yeah. Uh basically like their faux sweetener to it. But the Zevia one, if you can have, you know, stevia, which is a sugar alternative. I mean their cola one I haven't had. I've kind of been turned off from the rest of the stuff, but 
I'm not a big diet soda drinker anyways. Yeah. Um, something to maybe look at while you're, while you're dieting. Yeah. Well, this intermittent fasting is, is unusual just because you don't eat much. Yeah. But supposedly during the regular times, you, you, you still, I'm still trying to eat low carb, but uh, I can eat normal stuff during that yeah. time. So yeah. I can drink all this, all the water and coffee I want during those 16 hours. That's, that's good. Except for I don't like coffee. I, I'm 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 slowly becoming a coffee fan. I had I, know. I had some cafecito last night, and I needed that because we went into late into the night. Yeah, that's why I bounced when I did because I could see you guys kicking into a second gear. It was it was definitely fun. Um, you know, for everybody that joined, it was. Uh, it was I loved cool. it. It was good. We were definitely going to do that again. Um, if you want to, so we did it as a trial run, so I didn't let everybody know. I just yeah. you know sent it out to about ten people or so. But now, if that is something you would like to do, uh, just shoot me a text on Instagram or whatever. Let me know that you'd yeah. be interested in, in it. And we're going to do it at least once a month, maybe twice a month. Keep yep. it on Saturdays. Um, so, yeah, it was a really fun time. We had some yep. good guys on there. We were spread all over the U.S. Yep. So it was funny because, like, whenever you hopped on, like, at, instantly people were like, it's still light there? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, yeah, it's still. It was one of those herfs where we got somebody from Australia on. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just go, and it's yeah, tomorrow. It's tomorrow. <laughs> I'm always reassured that tomorrow is going to happen because he's on <laughs> because he's there. Yep. And so, um, so one of the things that we're big on our herf is it's low key. We we're just it's just kind of people just sitting around and smoking and chatting. Yeah, it's not like an intense um, thing, but um, it's just basically friends sitting down and chat. And we're mm-hmm. not gonna. It's not gonna be a content thing for us. It's no. going to. Just be people, um, you know, getting a chance. To yeah, nothing. Nothing is recorded. We don't. It's this yeah. is mainly just, you know, we we consider our listeners part of you know our family pretty much, and that's just what it is. Like there's times when like, you know, me or Mark or whoever isn't saying a word, and we're just listening to you know having yeah. our listeners talk to each other, and that's what's so so cool and interesting, and what yeah. what we like, and having. Having everybody who listens to this shit show of a show yep. are fans of it for some reason, and they can have something in common with uh, everybody else. Yep. So. Yep. And uh, so, if you want to, you know, do that again, just you know, reach out to me, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get it going. Yep. So let's uh, slide into that DM. <laughs> yes, yep. slide into my DMs. Yep. So, so one thing before we uh, before we wrap up, I did. I want you to talk about the uh, the uh, distinguished gentleman's ride. Uh, that you have, I've, I've seen that a few times, uh, on your Instagram and just, uh, you know, just give the listeners out there kind of idea of what, uh, what that entails and what that is, because I see that's, you know, kind of prominent in your, uh, in your, uh, Instagram feed. Yeah. The distinguished gentleman, uh, gentleman's ride. It's the annual event, uh, that happens the last Sunday of, of September. And it's a global event where you kind of, uh, it's vintage motor cycles, vintage styled motorcycles, you get uh, dressed up in a suit. And typically you go like uh, last year, we, I met some guys in Orange County. And when we got there, there were over 500 people in suits on classic vintage bikes, all riding together and all the funds for it, um, raise awareness for prostate cancer and men's mental health. And being a recovering, you know, alcoholic, for me, it's a big thing because, you know, as, as men, we don't really talk about depression. We don't talk about the things that, you know, kind of bug us underneath the surface. And it's a very, you know, cool environment to be in to see all these people supporting that cause, you know, be it for themselves, for their 
their brothers, their fathers, people that they've lost, you know, and they, uh, it's through the Movember Foundation and they do a lot of funding for programs to kind of get people talking about those issues and, you know, developing ways to cope with mental illnesses and stuff like that. And it's a really fun thing to do. I've done it. Um, this will be my fourth year involved in it. And you, you know, I've, I think my first year I was able to fund, fundraise like 200 bucks. And then the next year was 300. And last year, I think I did like 600 bucks. And right now I'm at 300. And there's guys out there that raise, you know, like $10,000 uh, for, for this cause, you know, just by themselves. So it's always kind of like a nice little competition when you get there. Like, oh, you know, this guy raised $10,000. And it's, it's like a fun competition. It's all going for a great cause. You know, it's not like, oh, well, I only raised 10 bucks. But I like it. I used to have a cafe racer. So I kind of, you know, fit in when I first started. My bike now is a Neo Retro style. So it has like a modern engine, my fuel injection and all that good stuff on there that it can actually get you from point A to B without worrying. <laughs> <laughs> without breaking down. or Yeah, but there's guys out there with, you know, Triumphs and like 30 year old vintage Hondas and stuff that they've uh, restored and look amazing. And I think last year our, um, we went to the van's headquarters in the past two years mm -hmm. and we got to meet uh, Steve Caballero. He actually rides with us. He has a custom Indian oh, nice. chief, I think. And so it's all tricked out and you get, you, you hear him coming a mile away <laughs> and he gets there. He hops off this short little dude in his nice, you know, um, plaid suit and everything and yeah. he's a really cool guy he hangs out he signs autographs and stuff like that and it's just something cool to get together because you're you're writing like you know there's a big turnout in india in uh, the uk and stuff like that so it's all going on at the same time and it's just a really fun thing to do if you have a vintage motorcycle you know you don't have to fundraise for it it's just you know something you can kind of come to and just embrace the culture with it and i always smoke you know a couple of cigars there and there's a few guys like oh what do you got i'm like here have one <laughs> yeah that's, no, that, that's cool where where can uh where can people donate if they if they want to where can they find that at uh if you go on my page on cigars and soda uh it's linked in my my profile if not you can look up uh gentlemansride.com you can just you know randomly donate to someone on there okay uh Michael, well, we, we will post that on our Facebook and our, and on our Instagram, uh, so that can, uh, direct linked, uh, right, right to that. So everybody can, everybody can see that. So you can, uh, you know, sponsor for a good, for a good cause and, yep. and everything because, you know, every, it is, it's one of those things where, you know, you know, as somebody who has, you know, had a drinking problem for a while and who has battled depression for a long time, it is, it is one of those things where we do kind of clam up because one for me, like, I don't think anybody really wants to hear the bullshit, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely come to my attention that people will definitely listen to it and are there to listen and are there to lean on and stuff like that. So it is a, it is a good cause. And it, you know, I commend you on, you know, you know, being open about that because there's too many guys out there that, you know, they're, they don't want to talk about it because they don't think they're there. Anybody is there to listen to them. So, you know, and, you know, if you do have that issue, you know, I've talked about it in one of the past episodes, you know, if you ever want to talk, you know, reach out to me, reach out to Mark, whoever, yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we're here uh, for, for that reason. And, and uh, yeah, we're, we're there for, if nobody else is, we'll, we'll be there for you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. It's, you know, you can reach out to me as well. Um, I've talked to a few guys going through depression and, 
you know, I don't have anything philosophical to say, but I'm here to, you know, just to listen to you, just to get it out there. Cause you know, we walk around with all these burdens on our back, you know, just everyday life, especially during COVID where we're separated from, you know, our normal mm-hmm. social groups and stuff like that. Um, but you know, there's, there's always someone out there that's willing to listen and just kind of, you know, even if they can't offer you that solution you're looking for, just an opportunity to get it off your chest. Yep. Amen. Everybody on Facebook said, um, you know, uh, something about, uh, you know, would a buddy, you know, share. And I said, you know, if you have a burden and you don't tell me, especially something that I could help on in the end, I would be mad. Yeah. So, um, and, and, and that it's, it's a small thing. Um, but, uh, you know, as men, we were taught to keep it inside and, uh, I saw, uh, you know, there was a route 91 thing where a guy posted about uh, military guys coming and gals coming back and struggling with mental illness too. And, and they're taught to keep it inside, right. They're taught to deal with it on their own and, yep. and 20, uh, veterans, uh, commit suicide every day yep. from the Afghanistan and Iraq Iran wars. And, uh, they're taught to try to deal with it. And, we as men are taught the same thing, right? That we're supposed to just carry the burden. And yep. the fact is, um, you can't, you just, you just can't. So you got to learn to share. So, um, you've got to learn to, to, to lean on We got to learn to lean on each other and, and support each other. So, yep. uh, I support that the motorcycle uh, ride sounds, uh, totally badass and sounds like a ton of fun. Um, and that, <laughs> that's very cool. So, yeah, yeah, it's, a. Uh, it definitely looks interesting. I like I like the picture that I saw of you, you know, in the suit and yeah. and the in the, in the cafe the suit racer. makes it like extra cool. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that, that that part in particular sounds very very cool. The 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 you know the antique or the, uh, the you know the, the restored motorcycles part of it is, oh, yeah. is very cool as well. So. Just, just an added added bonus. Yeah. So where where can where can people find you uh, on Instagram? Uh, Instagram at cigars uh, underscore and. Cigars underscore and underscore soda. <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll post that uh, on our page. So and you Ma- need to be following because oh, the yeah. pictures are um, are very cool with all the the cool sodas uh, as well as cigars. So yeah, yeah, so really really good follow. Um, yeah, just I, and I, I just love like I was saying, you know, the, a breath of fresh air on pairings because it's one of those things yep. that you, a, a lot of people don't even think about because I didn't even think about it until I, I saw this and I reached out to you. Like, I think the first message message I sent to you was like, man, this is cool. I never even, I never even thought about, yep. you know, this viewpoint of pairings and involving cigars. So it's a, it's definitely one to, to check out and uh, it's a really good follow. And yep. again, thank you so much for sending us not only um, the, the, the sodas that we had tonight, but also uh, these cigars, the, yep. the fabuloso, uh, dark dark ruby um this is a very 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 good cigar i'm yeah I this really is probably like this it. is probably the best big cigar that i've had yeah i don't know well, i'm glad you guys cigars. enjoyed it yeah. have you enjoyed it no it's so good i'm so i'm trying to just to get all of it out of there. <laughs> i am too i've uh this is i don't think it's even close i don't know i'm trying to think of some other big cigar that i've liked as much as this this is strong yeah, this I mean, really I, good. I mean, maybe like the 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 Grand Cajonu, but that's like a totally different style of, yeah. of flavor and strength. This one it's is also a, not as big. This one, yeah, this is a this one's a very good one. Like you know, you get that 
that lusciousness, that that mm. that chocolatey, a little bit of that licorice, a little that mm. spice. Definitely, if you like, if you like spice that is subtle on a normal inhale, but then ramp it on a retro hell, you do mm. get a lot of that red pepper, that chili uh, spice, and it's definitely really, really good. Yep. So let's uh, let's wrap this up with a question. I did a few last night on the on the herf. You did. That was uh, that was fun to do because we did a little of the ones that I won't do on the uh, on the regular show. Yes, so if you, you want to see, so if you want to see some some questions that won't get done on the air, you got to you got to make sure you jump on on a herf with us. Yeah. All right. So this one this week. Okay. Million dollars. But every time you have to do a meeting, you have to dress up in a mascot outfit. I would definitely do that. Does it, I would have no issue dressing up at all. <laughs> so it could be the same mascot. Cause you know, I do 10 meetings a day. Yeah. So it could be the same mascot outfit every day, every meeting. You'd have to change outfits every, not every meeting, but every day. So like one day you're dressed up like, uh, the 49ers guy, another one, you're dressed up like the Oregon duck, but you have to be professional about it. <laughs> It'd have to be perfect. I mean, like your normal meeting, like nothing is ever, like nothing is wrong. You're just dressed so I'm up not like on a mascot. camera. I know, but well, I mean, meetings. I don't know. Are your meetings on camera? Very few of them. I mean, I would do it. That sounds fun. That's are that, are the mascot outfits provided, though? Because, I mean, a million bucks, that's going to go <laughs> real quick with having to buy a new outfit. Right. Today I'm the Oregon Duck. Tomorrow I'm the uh, Alabama Elephant. I'm yeah. the Oregon Duck. I'm the Alabama <laughs> Elephant. Because those things have got to be a couple grand a piece, right? Oh, easy. Easy. Plus, they got to not be comfortable. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, you have, How many meetings do you have a day? That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I run a Monday morning meeting every Monday. And then I, I mean, so I, you're saying your Monday morning meetings on Monday. I mean, I, yeah, okay. I'm glad you caught that. I mean, I run meetings every once in a while. If I have like, I mean, every time you got to think if I'm meeting a client, that's a meeting. I'm meeting a brand new client going over a high end kitchen and I come in waddling like the, like the Carolina Panther or whatever, or Casey Wolf. I mean, <laughs> I'm either going to lose the job or, or get a job just because they're going to like, okay, this guy's cool, but I would take it. That's an easy money. I, I couldn't. You couldn't it take it? Me, it cost my job. It cost me my job, too. Well, then you have a million dollars. Big deal. It's not. Once again, it's not enough for me to retire. <laughs> in the cabin in the woods where nobody can ever fucking talk to you again? I've been to a few comic book conventions, and I've had to dress up as, you know, the xenomorph before. <laughs> and for six hours in that hot-ass costume... It, it's definitely fun. You get you get a whole different personality when you're when you're in a in a costume. <laughs> what, what's the uh, what's that Batman line? Like nobody knows who I am behind the mask, or when I put the mask on. Right. I mean, yeah, you can you're you're playing somebody else. I'm I'm a hard no on that. Oh, that sounds like fun. I would definitely do that. <laughs> I'm sure you would. <laughs> Some it's definitely better than the ones you picked last night. <laughs> oh yeah, they were so bad that I didn't take the money last night. Yes, so that's just a tease for what you can experience if you jump on the hearth. Yep. But uh, man, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. It's uh, it's been a fun one. It's, it's I, been I, great. I enjoy- I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, one for I enjoyed. I enjoyed like we we definitely became like a soda show for this one, and I'm yeah. totally fine with that. Yeah. You know, the cigars was just a speckling because it is. It's one of those things where damn near everybody drinks pop. 
But now you can like kind of expand your horizon and there's yep. more out there than just your basics. Just like there's more out there than just your, your big five or six heavy hitters of the cigars. There's tons of boutiques. I mean, we talked about, we love boutiques. I mean, boutiques go around all the way. Yep. So it's, this was a fun show and I liked the, like the viewpoint of, of where we were coming yep. from. This, uh, yeah. I think a lot of people who are even who do like bourbons and stuff will enjoy mm-hmm. uh, branching out into this. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. And again, I love, you know, giving different options for cigars and sodas just to try out the, you know, the six that I sent you guys or some that I've had recently. And they're the ones I would recommend to anyone just to try, just to kind of experience something different than like your Coca-Cola and your other traditional soft drinks. Yeah. I recommend this rat bastard highly. I did. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I was just sitting here thinking like, I know you like the rat bastard better with this one. I think I want to go balls Do you? Uh, on this one. Yeah. Because I like that sharpness of the, uh, really? of the balls with, with I, I still, I still, balls deep. I still giggle. Every, <laughs> I still giggle every time. Like, yeah. Like, you know, like when they made that, that brand, like, Oh no, sure. This is, this is going to be funny. But yeah. This is uh you know, Thank you so much for sending for sending yeah, the, the, the awesome. stuff with us. Uh, we'll um, we need to send something back your way. We do. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, but yeah, so make sure you check out um, cigars and soda on Instagram. Yep. Um, if you know if you donate a dollar, donate a dollar. If you donate more, you know do that. It goes yep. to a good cause and definitely let's let's try you know get some going uh, going his way. Yeah. But uh, we will see everybody next week. Be good. Later.